0: Welcome to the Faith and More podcast. I firmly believe that the divine works through people to help us every day. These angels and saints are so very humble. Many of us don't know they exist or existed. Hello, my name is Angel and I'll be your host as we explore the lives of these amazing beings. We will also explore topics that can help your faith no matter what it is or isn't. The goal of this show is to inspire, encourage, educate, uplift, strengthen, and heal you and your faith. Hello and welcome to the show. How are you doing? You look a little tired. Are you okay? Oh, I bet it's been a long, tough week, a long, tough month, and probably a long, tough year or years. Please come in, have a seat, and catch your breath. Enjoy some moments of recharging and relaxation. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for finding us. It is my deepest hope and prayer that you find everything that you're looking for, and a podcast, especially a faith-based podcast here, and more. And if you're returning, infinite thanks, blessings, and love for being such a loyal, long-time listener and supporter of the show. So, show of hands, how many of you have heard of Father Augustus Tolton? Yeah, I don't see many. And that is who we're going to be talking about today. He's also known as Good Father Gus. So just a little spoiler alert. Father Augustus Tolton, Good Father Gus, was the very first black American priest. He was born in Brush Creek, Missouri, on April 1st, 1854. John Augustus Tolton began life with odds stacked against him. He began life without his God-given rights of freedom, dignity, and equality. He began life not as a human being, but as someone's personal property, as a slave of a white Catholic family. Augustus Tolton's early childhood coincided with the Civil War, his father, Peter Paul Tolton escaped slavery to join the Union Army while his mother, Martha, remained the maid of her owners. Some black people were freed during these times, but most lived a life of inhumane cruelty and bondage. Many were baptized as Catholics, yet they still suffered in a way that was not condoned by God. Augustus Tolton was raised in a Roman Catholic church. His mother was baptized a Catholic because her owners were of the Catholic faith. Despite adversities, human cruelties, and hatred by his fellow man, Augustus Tolton had the love of Jesus Christ in his heart. In 1862, he and his family found the courage to escape slavery by bravely crossing the Mississippi River into Illinois. According to one report, When they reached freedom, Tolton's mother turned to him and said, John, boy, you're free. Never forget the goodness of the Lord. Perhaps this is when John Augustus Tolton decided to give his life to God. Perhaps this is when he realized that God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. John took his mother's advice and never forgot God's grace and mercy. Now, that's extremely difficult. I mean, any of us who go through trials and tribulations in times of our life, I'm sure, have questioned our faith, have questioned our God, our belief in God or the power of God, given what we endured or suffered um, And here. You know, Good Father Gus just rolled with the punches and, you know, took that suffering And as we've said many times on this show, he's taken that suffering and he's smashed it down into some amazing, powerful fuel to jettison him through life into bigger and better things. Even though racial conflict haunted Tolton most of his life, he remained devoted to service in the Catholic Church with the blessing of a loving man of God, Father Peter McGurr, Tolton was allowed to attend St. Peter's Catholic School, an all-white parish school in Quincy, Illinois. Father McGurr and others mentored and tutored him as they began to realize that Tolton was destined to greatness. After Augustus entered St. Peter, Father McGurr, who was the school's pastor, baptized him and prepared him for his first Holy Communion. God indeed had a plan for this young black man's life and the will of God would be done. Augustus Tolton devoted himself to serving God by making his life a living example of God's words. Unfortunately, no American seminary would accept a black man. Without allowing his faith in the Lord to falter, Tolton graduated from high school and Quincy College in 1880 with Father McGurr's continued support. Augustus began his studies for the priesthood in Rome. Prayer to God and trust that God answers prayer guaranteed the success of Tolton as he completed his training. He was an excellent student because everything he did and all he accomplished were to glorify God. Augustus Tolton born a commodity to be bought and sold owned as a mere piece of property, blazed a trail while following God's calling. He learned to speak fluent English, German, Italian, Latin, Greek, and African dialects. He became an accomplished, talented musician with a beautiful voice. For the first time in his life, Augustus experienced racial harmony and total acceptance within the church. By the grace of God, he finally came to experience the love of his church. The Catholic Church In 1886, after six years of study in the seminary, Tolton was ordained to the priesthood in Rome, at the tender age of 31. He had expected to serve in an African parish. Surprisingly, he was directed to return to the United States to serve the black community. Father Augustus Tolton became the first black American priest. In the United States of America, born as a slave in America, he became an American hero for a brief moment in history. Racial differences that only ran skin deep were forgotten because of his great this great man of God. Tolton held his first public mass at St. Boniface Church in Quincy, Illinois, and eventually he became pastor of St. Joseph Catholic Church and school. Racial tension in Quincy still ran rampant and Father Tolton accepted a reassignment to Chicago in order to fulfill his calling to serve God. He gave service by helping the poor and sick, feeding the hungry and winning souls for God. His endless, tireless, and devoted work led many to faith. In 1897, the first black Catholic priest in America, lovingly known as Good Father Gus died unexpectedly from heat stroke while on a priest retreat. Tolton was only 43 years old, yet he left a legacy that will live forevermore. He was called by God, but not chosen by the world. He refused to allow himself to be deterred from the path that had been mapped out for him by God, a path not yet well worn. So that is the article on Good Father Gus. I apologize it's not longer. Um, There is a Catholic high school that's named after him. It's called Father Tolton Regional Catholic High School. It's named in honor of Father Tolton. Tolton Catholic celebrates each of our differences because our differences make us unique individuals. We celebrate our divine likenesses because our likenesses make us all God's children. We celebrate our common goal, which is the same as August Tolton's, to profess our love of God and to thank him for giving his son, Jesus Christ, so that we may be saved hand in hand with each other. We will continue in the tradition of Father Augustus Tolton. Follow not the well-worn path, Go instead where there is no path and blaze a trail. That's the motto of the Father Tolton Regional Catholic High School. And the last quote there was actually of Father Augustus Tolton. Follow not the well-worn path. Go instead where there is no path and blaze a trail. In June of 2019, Pope Francis uh, nominated Father Tolton as a candidate for sainthood um, there has been no new information on that as of yet there was um, in April of twenty twenty two bishop joseph excuse me Bishop joseph Perry uh, stated. We received about 50-some testimonials of people from all over the country testifying to favors from God through Father Tolton's intercession. Remarkable things. Everything from needed employment to illness in the family to all kinds of problems. The prelate added, These people are really just excited about their prayers being answered because of him. He's been pretty active up there. I think he probably needs a secretary up there to handle all that has been put in his lap. So the quest for miracles um, is ongoing for um, Good Father Gus's canonization. So I will definitely keep you all up-to-date as much as possible, but if you are a long-time listener to the show, you know that the Roman Catholic wheels are very, very slow. Turning and the gears are even slower than that when it comes to the canonization process, but I'm very happy that he was at least nominated. He definitely, definitely deserves to be a saint, and I don't know about you all, but he is already a saint in my heart and mind. So if you all don't mind, I'm going to share a few um, passages that were written by Venerable Augustus Tolton. The first is, he says, The Catholic Church deplores a double slavery, that of the mind and that of the body. She endeavors to free us both. I was a poor slave boy, but the priest of the church did not disdain me. It was through the influence of one of them that I became what I am tonight. I must now give praise to that son of the Emerald Isle, Father Peter McGurr, pastor of St. Peter's Church in Quincy, who promised me that I would be educated, and who kept his word. It was the priests of the church who taught me to pray and to forgive my persecutors. It was through the direction of the Sister of Notre Dame, Sister Herland, H-E-R-L-I-N-D, that I learned to interpret the Ten Commandments, and then I also beheld for the first time the glimmering light of truth and the mystery of the church. In this church, we do not have to fight for our rights because we are black. She had colored saints Augustine, Benedict the Moor, Monica the church is broad and liberal. She is the church for our people. And infinite blessings to him for having faith in a church that originally shunned him as a priest, that would not allow him to become a priest, but infinite blessings to Father Peter McGurr, um, Sister Herlined, and all those who were involved with helping uh, Good Father Gus, or say Venerable. Good Father Gus um, to become what he wanted, what he dreamed of being, and that was a priest. Here's another saying of uh, Venerable Father Tolton. As I look back on my life, I realize that every time I thought I was being rejected from something good, I was actually being redirected to something better. And that is one we can all definitely use as a motto. Put that on your refrigerator or a screensaver on your laptop or wallpaper. As I look back on my life, I realize that every time I thought I was being rejected from something good, I was actually being redirected to something better. The next is being configured to Christ means emptying ourselves so that God can fill us. I'm going to say that again, being configured to Christ means emptying ourselves so that God can fill us. And that's something we all have difficulty doing is that surrender, you know, regardless of what your faith is, everyone has to, a, par, a big part of it is surrendering to your faith. Um, whether you're Buddhist or you're Hindu or you're Sikh or you're Muslim or, um, you know, you're a follower of Hecate or another, um, you know, faith. The big part is trusting in the being that you're following, that you're praying to, that you're asking for help. And it's really difficult to do this with something that, You can't see, feel, taste, touch. Um, But you know it's there. You feel it, especially in your heart. You feel it. Um, So it's very difficult and that's something we all have to struggle with and do at some point in our life or not do. And the thing is, is to, and the the Buddhists have the same philosophy as if you have a full cup. You can't contain anything more. You have to empty your cup means to empty your mind, empty your heart and fill it with the good things, with the right things. And here, Father Tolton is saying to, you know, empty yourself and let God fill you. The next saying is we should welcome all people into the church, not send them away. I could not agree with that more, but sadly, that's not being done these days. There are so many churches that are judging and turning people away or kicking them out uh, because of their color, their creed, their beliefs their um, who their relations are, you know whether it be sexual or whatever i mean it's just it's completely ridiculous and you have to ask the question where's jesus in the church and people that are acting that way are not representatives of christ they're not representatives of what jesus taught said and did and we are to be like christ those of us who are christians we know this we are to be like christ those of you who Follow other faiths? No, you are to be like Buddha. You are to be like Hecate. You are to be like, you know, insert name here. And that is something that's positive, loving, um, all encompassing, and embracing. It turns no one away. It shuns no one. It hates no one. But unfortunately, we see this all too often. And I'm not just saying this with regard to the Roman Catholic Church, there's a lot of churches um, that. Abuse people, discard people, again, you know, almost like Father Tolton, you know, where there is property, you know, you're you're just a, a tenpenny in the collection plate and nothing more. And that is absolutely not what um, again, what Jesus taught and showed us and how he lived. And for those of you who find yourself in a Catholic church. That is like that. That's very judgy. That's very, you know, anti-Jesus. I urge all of you to look into the old Catholic Church, also known as the Independent Catholic Church. They are a church that is meant as being all-inclusive, meaning they welcome everyone from all walks of life. Doesn't matter what your beliefs are, who you are dating or who you're married to, what gender they are, what gender you are, they do not care. They welcome you with open arms as Jesus did and does. Um, Father Mike Cantor um, is in the independent or the apostolic church. Apostolic, excuse me, Apostolic Catholic Church, easy for me to say, um, which is an independent Catholic Church. Um, There's been one that I've been studying lately, which is called the Holy Family Catholic Church, and it's in Austin, Texas. And it is an independent Catholic Church. And I'll have a link in the show notes uh, for this uh, amazing church. And we'll be doing a show here in the future, hopefully, sometime soon on the independent Catholic Church and what they believe and their history. It's really amazing. I mean, it's really, really won me over because I love the Catholic, the Roman Catholic rituals, uh, the sacraments, you know, and in an independent church, they do the same sacraments. Um, but again, they do it in such love for everyone, regardless of who you are, what you are. There's also a great biography about Father Tolton. It's called Father Tolton, and it's written by Deacon Harold Burke Sivers. I will have a link to that in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. So, what can we take away from today's saint that we learned of? It just goes to show that good Father Gus, no matter what was put before him as an obstacle, no matter how big this obstacle was, he found a way around it over it or under it he made sure that he achieved his goals and that's something we can all greatly learn from him is to never give up and never give in no matter what is in front of us that's stopping us uh, no matter what anyone says you know achieve your goals achieve your dreams If it's something you want bad enough, you'll fight for it and you won't stop fighting until you get it. Uh, Whether that's health or love or education, um, you know, the list is infinite. So definitely, um, you know, good, good father, Gus, just is just never ending because I mean, just look at him from his situation. He was a piece of someone's property. He was property. He wasn't even considered human. And he not only overcame that, but then he overcame all of the prejudice and stuff against him, even in his beloved church. The Roman Catholic Church was against him becoming a priest here in the United States. So what did he do? He went to Rome and they welcomed him, took him in and, you know, even thanks to, Father McGurr for everything he did and the other priest and the nun that all did everything they could to support good Father Gus. Fortunately, some things have changed since Venerable Father Tolton's time, but very unfortunately, a lot has not with regard to race equality. Um, it is it is truly tragic and a shame the day and age that we live in that we cannot see The truth in people of what people really are and that what we all truly and naturally are um, that we can't see past the color of skin or culture or anything like that. I mean, how we treat black Americans, how we treat Asian uh, people, how we treat uh, Middle Eastern people, uh, people of other faiths, you know, Sikhs, Muslims, Jewish people. Um, It's just. Truly tragic um, how things have gone. And again, this day and age, you would think that that would have all been done away with a long, long time ago and people would be seeing and living from the truth. I'll be speaking a little bit more about this in the next book nook in season four. So definitely stay tuned for that. And remember, I mean, racial equality starts with us. It starts with one and goes out from there. It starts from you and affects everyone around you. And like everything, it spreads. So the more you are towards others, seeing the divine in them, the more they're going to see the divine in others. And see that we all, regardless of what color our skin or where we are from, Culturally and geographically, we all are from the divine, and we are all children of the divine. We are all so deeply loved, and there is none of us that are better than the others. We are all equal to God. We just are all doing different things that the divine wants us to do. Again, remember, we, as we've said many times on this show, we are the eyes, ears. Nose, hands, feet of the divine. The divine uses us to do what it needs done. So let us do that. Let us do that. And the first and the biggest commandment, what did Jesus say that was? Love. Love. Absolute love. Love your neighbor as yourself. And it doesn't mean that you love your white neighbor or you love your... Black neighbor or you love your Asian neighbor or you love your Middle Eastern neighbor more than you love anybody else. Equality is that equality for all. And I know venerable Father Tolton is not canonized yet, but in my heart and mind he is. he's a saint, regardless. he will always be a saint and infinite blessings to all the saints for doing what they did, for living as they lived, and for being such amazing examples to us. I mean, that's what this show is all about, is is learning about these amazing beings. And that brings me to this. I know each and every one of you all around the world have many amazing beings like Good Father Gus that we've never heard of in the rest of the world, but by gosh, we should. So please, 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 Contact me. Information's at the end of the show, at the end of every show. Contact me and share with me these amazing beings, these amazing saints and angels that are among you or were among you in your culture or maybe it's even you. Please reach out. Let me know so everybody can learn and know. And one more thing. I know. <laughs> when is it ever just one more thing with me? If you all are interested in the independent Catholic faith, also known as the old Catholic faith. I have included links to two great resources in the show notes and description. The first is for the Holy Family Catholic Church in Austin, Texas. Amazing site, amazing place, amazing people. The pastor there is Father Jamie Matthias and also Father Jamie has a podcast called Extraordinary Catholics, and again, that's Extraordinary Catholics, and it's an amazing podcast. I'm learning so much about the old Catholic Church slash independent Catholic Church, and he's really between him and Father Mike. Oh, wow. You put those two podcasts together. You're set for life, really. And um, I mean, that's that's no understatement at all. So again, I've got links to those, both of those in the description for the Holy Family Catholic Church and also for the podcast, Extraordinary Catholics. I so greatly urge all of you to check them out. And as I said previously, we will have um, an upcoming show on independent Catholicism. We have several prayer requests this week. The first is a new one, Ariana. Ariana is uh, a young woman who is very active. She had to undergo several surgeries on September 23rd. She's now home with her family uh, recovering. But however, the recovery is going very slow. And now depression and anxiety has set in. Not to mention the pain she's going through as she heals and also with rehabilitation. So let's please add Ariana to our prayer list and keep her in our heart, in our mind, and just direct all of the love and energy we possibly can towards her. Next is Bob, who has stage two follicular lymphoma. Uh, Bob is having a really rough time. He's been extremely tired. He had to do a CT scan this past Friday. So let's pray that the results of that CT scan come back, that everything's working as far as the chemo and that the cancer is going, if not gone. He goes for his fourth round of chemo tomorrow and Tuesday. So please keep Bob in your heart, thoughts and prayers. We need uh, general prayers for health and well-being for Elaine, Lana, Megan, Molly, Gwen, Octavia, Clyde, Rachel, Mike S, Kathy, Michael T, Father Mike Cantor, Eddie, Emma and Jean. And if you are in need of prayers, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I love to pray and those who listen to the show love to pray. My contact information is at the end of every show. This week we'll close with a prayer to Father Augustus Tolton. And let's please keep in mind all those that were just mentioned that are in need of our prayers. Let us pray. In nominee, divi, fili, Sancti, O God, we give you thanks for your servant and priest, Venerable Father Augustus Tolton, who labored among us in times of contradiction, times that were both beautiful and paradoxical. His ministry helped lay the foundation for a truly Catholic gathering in faith in our time. We stand in the shadow of his ministry. May his life continue to inspire us and imbue us with that confidence and hope that will forge a new evangelization for the church we love. Amen. And now our benediction. May the divine shine upon and within you. May the divine hear and answer your prayers. May you experience divine love, compassion and forgiveness. May your brokenness be healed and may you share that healing with others. May the divine bless you with peace, health and love in nominee Divi Filii Espiritu Sancti. I so hope and pray that you all have enjoyed the show and that you found everything that you are searching for in a podcast, especially a faith based podcast here and more. Please don't be a stranger. Come around anytime, all the time. We now have an Amazon.com wish list for the show for anyone who would like to make an offering. A link can always be found in the show notes and show description. I'm always open to questions and suggestions. We have people listening from all over the world. There are amazing beings past and present in your country, society, and culture that we and the rest of the world do not know about, but we should. Please, please, please contact me and share these amazing beings so the world can learn about them. Next is prayers. I love to pray and our listeners love to pray. So let us pray for you. There are two ways that you can do this. The first is to email me directly at faithandmorepodcast. That's all one word, podcast at gmail.com. The second way is through our website. There's a contact form on the website. And you can find our website at Faith and More Podcast. Again, that's all one word. Site, com slash my dash site. S-I-T-E. So until next week, have a blessed week and know that each and every one of you are in my heart in prayers bless you.